Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Do you ever find yourself trapped in religious rule-keeping? You get get into this routine of going to community group, church on Sunday, and checking the box of a quiet time. You catch yourself going through the motions. When I was in third grade, my family lived in Pennsylvania for about eight months, and I remember going to Sunday school at this one church. And as a kid who'd moved around a ton, I'd I'd visited a lot of churches, and this was by far the coolest church slash Sunday school I'd ever been to. And one of the things that made it so cool was that every Sunday, they'd give out prizes to the kids who completed the weekly Bible study pamphlet. Honestly, it was kind of like Join the Journey for Kids. You'd get five days at a time with a short passage assigned and a couple questions to work through. And then, if you brought the pamphlet back the following Sunday, you would get a prize from the prize locker, which had so many cool things in it that kids would want. Full-size candy bars, packets of Fun Dip, the big ones, t-shirts, some miscellaneous toys, and they also had a brand new purple Walkman with behind-the-ear headphones. And they'd give away these prizes for different things, doing the Bible study or games and whatnot. And let me tell you, I wanted that CD Walkman so badly. So I'd do my Bible study diligently. And after several weeks of me being so determined to get that CD player, having received candy bar after candy bar, one Sunday, the moment came. And the kids' pastor, honestly, I think was just so blown away by how many Sundays in a row I'd done the study and gotten a candy bar that he just decided he was going to give me the Walkman that had been sitting there for months out of the blue without me asking for it. So I was also a super, super shy kid that I never would have dared to tell anyone but maybe my parents that I wanted it. And so I'd like to think that the Spirit moved him to give me the CD player, but nonetheless— I got it, and I was thrilled. I could not have been happier, actually. But you know what? That was a huge miss. Honestly, tragic, because nobody knew what was going on in my little little eight-year-old heart. The study of Scripture is a means to an end. I just had the wrong end in mind. Rather than reading the Bible to know God and grow my relationship with Him, I was reading the Bible to get a prize, to check a box, to be really good at church. I missed the whole point of reading the Bible. And the sad thing is that we do that all the time. Maybe not with that much intentional determination, but we do it. We zone out in church because we just aren't feeling it. People mistake Christianity to mean rule following. We do a quiet time so we'll have something to share at community group or so we can be in a quote-unquote better mood throughout the rest of the day. Bible reading is a means to an end, but it's not the quick fix. It's not to check the box of religion or to make sure others think highly of us. The goal is to fall more in love with the God of the Bible. And as believers, when we miss this, we grieve God's heart, we deceive ourselves, and honestly, our actions move from being the outpouring of a grateful heart that's responding to who God is and what He's done to becoming actions that move toward this place that says, I do godly behaviors to get different things, acceptance, praise, affirmation, etc. And that's just exhausting. 
In John 5, 39 through 40, Jesus says, You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me, yet you refuse to come to me that you might have life. Now, if you're a believer, it's easy to glance over this verse and say, yeah, yeah, that's that's what the Pharisees did. They had all this religious zeal, but zero relationship with God. But if I'm saved, I've read the scriptures and grasped the good news. I know it's about relationship that that's not me. Like, I'm, I'm good. That's the Pharisees. But the thing is, this mindset can be us. Sure, not in a salvific way, but we can definitely fall into the trap. We're far too easily inclined to use scripture as a means by which we can strive rather than search the scriptures to strengthen our relationship with Christ, to better get to know the God of the Bible. In today's Devo, Mary Grace Long sets up the chapter. She wrote, In John 5, Jesus healed a man on the Sabbath. The man had been unable to walk for 38 years, and Jesus, by the power and authority given to him by God, told the man to get up and walk. And he did. In response, the Pharisees sought to persecute and kill Jesus. The Pharisees had rules upon rules about what good Jewish people could and could not do. These rules came from the Mosaic law given in the Old Testament and one of them prohibited any kind of work on the Sabbath, which explains their response of outrage. In John 5, verses 39 through 40, Jesus calls out the Pharisees. He says that while you know the rules, you don't know or believe in me. You don't believe in Jesus. The Pharisees were missing it, too wrapped up in their own interpretation of right living, too wrapped up in the laws that they missed Jesus, their Savior, who deeply desired a relationship with them. And Mary Grace continues, If not careful, the same can be said of us. We can easily know and do all of the things, but that isn't what Jesus wants from us. He is more concerned with a relationship than he is with rule following. Jesus came to set us free from the burden of the law and to allow us to experience life abundant in relationship with him. He came so that we could follow him, not a bunch of rules. We should obey the commands of Jesus because we love him and want to honor him. And as a response to experiencing his great mercy, if we concern our lives with rule following, making it our chief aim, or winning a CD player, and don't have a relationship with him, we're missing it. If Christianity was about a bunch of rule keeping, then Jesus wouldn't have called out the Pharisees. Instead, we see Jesus all throughout the Gospels calling them out and calling them to something more, a relationship. He beckons us to come and know him. How beautiful is it that the Savior and the Lord of the universe wants a relationship with us? So now, in light of that, how will you live? And what will rule you? Rules or relationship? She concludes. Rules or relationship? I think, I think that's a great challenge for all of us. It can be easy for those of us who've been following Jesus for years and hear that question, rules or relationship, go into autopilot and say relationship. Duh. But take a moment and pause. Think about it. Are there areas in your life where the rules mentality is creeping in? Are there areas in your life where you find yourself doing spiritual things from a heart posture that's striving? Spend some time in prayer. Repent. Talk to your community group. I'm confident you're not alone. Just last week, I was convicted of this very thing. Don't be afraid to bring it into the light. 
And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.